Hey, what is up everyone? Welcome back to Hours of Movies. My name is Brian and I hope you're having a good one. It is Friday, the day after Thanksgiving, so I hope y'all had a good, you know, Thanksgiving with whoever it was celebrated with. I hope y'all, you know, had some good food. Y'all feasted, fested, feasted. Y'all ate well, I guess. There we go. I should just say that. Y'all ate well. You know, y'all had some good food, some good drinks, some good company, you know, maybe a good movie to watch. I watched Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, and we rewatched Hamilton. So, yeah, those were the two movies I saw on Thanksgiving. What y'all watch on Thanksgiving? Let me know. You know, hit me up on Twitter or something. Uh, but, yeah, today I'm going to be talking about Desperado. Uh, action film, but I like to call it an action comedy because there's no way it is not a comedy. Uh, it is written and directed by Robert Rodriguez. He has done the Spy Kids movies as well as the Machete films. Uh, this movie is about a former musician and gunslinger who doesn't have a name and just goes by El Mariachi. El Mariachi. Uh, he arrives at a small Mexican border town after being away for a long time. His past quickly catches up with him and he soon gets entangled with the local drug kingpin Bucho and his gang. Uh, Antonio Banderas, he plays the Mariachi character, the man with no name. I don't know if it's a homage to the Western films that Clint Eastwood um, starred in uh, back in the 60s or, yeah, was it 60s? I think it was the 60s, but I don't know if it's homage to that sort of because it sort of feels like a Western uh, small town in Mexico that looks very um, out in the desert. Uh, we also have Joaquim de Almeria as Bucho, and then we have Salma Hayek as Carolina, those are pretty much the three main characters. Steve Buscemi is also in this as Buscemi. And Quentin Tarantino is acting. You know, he has an acting role in this as well. As, uh, like, he picks up money from the gangs. We also have Cheech Marin, who plays a bartender. So those are three familiar actors in this film. And I remember watching Desperado very at a very young age, probably, like, around 10 or nine, you know, not that young, but it's pretty young to watch this kind of film. And I loved it. I, I mean, as a nine, 10 year old, they had everything violence, um, cool shooting the dad from spy kids kicking ass, you know, Antonio Banderas. We also had Salma Hayek. And I mean, I've always had a crush on Salma Hayek. She is a beautiful woman. You know, she is not from this world. Crazy, crazy. And it's funny. Like, um, it's not labeled as a comedy, but it should be because this movie is so, uh, hammy at some point. Antonio Banderas, he, I believe he's a great actor. Personally, he did a film earlier this year. Was it this year? No, it was last year. A uh, movie came out last year with him called Dolores y Gloria, Pain and Glory. Uh, directed by Pedro Alvador. I can't remember, but Pe my man Pedro, the fluffy Spaniard man. Uh, they did a film together again because they like to collab. And Antonio Banderas was just terrific in that. If you haven't had the chance to watch the, that film, go ahead and do yourself a favor and watch it. It's one of the best films to come out of last year, but it's honestly Antonio Banderas' best work. He should have won an Oscar, you know? I, I, um, I know Joaquin Phoenix did a fantastic job doing what he did. 
But damn, dude, Antonio Banderas in that movie is fantastic. So he is a superb actor. I mean, dude's been acting since the 80s, you know? But in this film, it's like he knows, damn, this is ridiculous. I don't even need to be too serious, you know? I could just be Antonio Banderas, but a wacky Antonio Banderas. And that's what he sort of is. His facial expressions throughout the film makes it when uh, Bucho comes into the library where Salma Hayek's character Carolina lives in and they start talking and Antonio Banderas is, hi is hiding and he's reloading his weapon and the facial expressions he's just making just to try to not to make a sound with his gun. It's just so absurd, man. Like, did he really need to make those faces? No, but I'm grateful he did. It, it enhances that scene so much. It's not one of those typical serious, oh, the bad guy and the good guy are in the same room scene. It just sort of makes it sort of like a comedy, you know, this dude just acting all goofy. But I mean, that's Robert Rodriguez. Uh, I don't, the Robert Rodriguez isn't a bad director. Obviously, he he doesn't have that one film that's, you know, unanimously praised as great. But he does have some good ideas, you know. He writes stories, and he at least they're original, and he likes to bring it to us. So I feel like there's always something with a Robert Rodriguez film where he just has to mix the comedy and the action. You know, he's uh, he's just like, I can't make it too serious. You know, we got to throw something in there. And this is what the whole movie is. is there's moments where it's very well shot and you're like damn you know this is good like when Salma Hayek's character Carolina is playing guitar as El Mariachi's laying in bed you know um from that post-sex scene and she's singing a lovely song in Spanish playing the guitar a bit and slowly the thugs you know um Bucho's thugs his gang uh, as they go up the stairs to uh ambush them it's just so well done, you know? It feels like, damn, this is very personal right here. This is a great shot. This is Robert Rodriguez getting, like, down into his director role and be like, I'm going to make this fucking cool. And then just like a Robert Rodriguez film, it gets so wacky because the next thing you know, Antonio Banderas, like, double kicks Salma Hayek off the bed so she doesn't get, like, shot. And then, like, you know, violence and, you know action goes goes on so that's what robert rodriguez does that's what he does well i mean the guy isn't a great director but i personally enjoy almost everything he's done i don't really think i've seen all his films or like a good amount but the ones i've seen there's something about it that has me going hey at least someone out there did something different and yeah you know Robert Rodriguez, that's the man, that's the homie. Also, Desperado is technically, well, not technically, it is a sequel. Uh, there's a, his first, not, is it his first film? Hold on, let me double check. Be right back. All right, so after a quick Wikipedia search, yeah, El, Mar El Mariachi was his first film, and it sort of follows the same character, only that he's getting out of prison, and he's just going out killing people. If you like a small budget action film that's serious watch that but if you want um robert rodriguez to finally have money and sort of be like yes i'm gonna go bullshit crazy then watch desperado so that's the beauty of like his 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 work right there is that 
you want El Mariachi, the series, you watch El Mariachi. If you want El Mariachi going ham, you watch Desperado. Uh, but yeah, it is his first film. And right now, also going through his Wikipedia page or like his filmography. Yeah, my man Robert Rodriguez really doesn't have too many bad movies. There's like three of them that I don't like. Well, one of them I've never seen. Two of them I've never seen. But like the other three, they're like whatever to me. But everything else. It's decent, you know, it's good stuff. I mean, he did Alita Battle Angel, which I forgot, and that movie was dope. I mean, I personally like the Alita Battle Angel. I hope there's a sequel, but that's just, you know, let's go back to Desperado. I'm just like going off on a tangent here, but yeah, so he also has some great shots when um, Antonio Banderas is bleeding from his arms because, oh, I forgot, Danny Trejo's in this movie as well. He he plays a hitman looking for El Mariachi. He doesn't speak at all in this film, but during production, um, him and Robert Rodriguez found out they're second cousins, so that's pretty cool. Imagine, like, hiring this man for your movie because he's playing this broody, tough-looking dude, and then all of a sudden you're like, holy shit, we're family? Hell yeah, man. Want to be in everything I do from now on because, hey, we're family. Have you heard of Machete? No, of course not, because I made Machete. Oh, you'll thank me. You'll thank me. That's probably how it went down. Anyways, but yeah, they're second cousins, but uh, when Danny Trejo's character throws knives at him and like he runs away, uh, there's a shot where the camera sort of stands still and it just follows uh, Antonio Banderas walking up against the wall and every now and then when he leans up against the the wall blood just smears and it's just a lovely shot you're like damn you know that's another good shot right there so robert rodriguez knows what he's doing that's that's the point that's the this is the robert rodriguez segment that i'm doing right now praising the man that i feel like should get a little bit more praise he's not that bad but he's not talked about a lot either i don't know do you guys like robert rodriguez am i just is it just spy kids that made me go like nah this man is my steven spielberg as well Honestly, I probably put Robert Rodriguez top 20 directors for me, personally. I think I'd squeeze him up there, which is funny, considering that the other day I was telling my friends I wouldn't even have Wes Anderson in my top 20. I don't know, controversial. Anyways, so yeah, this movie is just a whole lot of wackiness to it. Um, The action is Quentin Tarantino-esque. Maybe he, you know, he did help Robert Rodriguez, like, nah, yeah, you should do it, man, come on, you know, they're both good friends, they both love violent films, they, or not love violent films, they love making violent films, or just action-packed stuff, and a lot of these, um, gunfight scenes are great, there's the bar scene where Antonio Banderas is being searched, because there's a man, the myth, him, there's a myth of a man carrying a guitar case full of weapons and when they open it and there is a guitar. It's funny how Antonio Banderas is just playing that whole scene, you know, like trying to keep cool. I Like I said, I can't tell if he's trying to be um, wacky, you know, is he trying to be hammy or is he just like not giving a fuck? He's just like having a good time. It's amazing. It's, it's He's lovely to watch in this, but the way he just interacts with people in that scene, the characters, like, no, man, it's cool. Hey, you want to go? You want to go? It's just, it's fucking great. I love it. Also, there was supposed to be a crotch gun scene uh, during that whole fight. Like, he was just supposed to, like, shoot a dude's ponytail off with his crotch gun. 
but the MPAA was like, yo, that's that's too much. Apparently, it's too much. Apparently, you know, they said, nah, you can't put this on a movie, bro. What are you ta- what are you doing, Robert? Please change that. And yeah, they took that out. Weird, right? Anyways, so yeah, um, a lot of great action sequences. Sadly, that we were robbed of one. Speaking of the MPAA, so the ending. If you haven't seen this film, um, at the end when Antonio Banderas' character, a mariachi, and Buco are interacting, there was supposed to be a giant, uh, big gun battle between uh, Buco, Bucho, and his, um, you know, gang. But instead, it ends with Antonio Banderas shooting him like a shit ton of times, and then it fades out. Originally, yeah, they were supposed to have a big gunfight. Carolina and El Mariachi were just going to take on Buco and his whole gang. It was going to be set throughout the mansion. But the MPA was like, there's just a lot here we need to cut. And instead of cutting it, Robert Rodriguez said, fuck it. Nope, we're doing a fade out ending. That's it. So sadly, we were robbed of one more cool, badass, hilarious gunfight that we could have gotten. Because the other ones... They're just good stuff, you know? It's just like mindless violence, but the good kind is absurd enough where you're just like, oh man, this is like good enough for a movie, but not too much where you're like, geez, you're overdoing it. But at the same time, the MPAA probably just cut a lot of blood, like told them just like, you got to cut all this stuff because they had guns that would fire fake blood at the characters instead of, you know, blanks, which apparently made it look too realistic for some deaths and some kills where they just had to cut it or redo um, Danny Trejo's character when he was um, killed. Apparently it was done differently, way more violent, but they changed it to how they did it with him just getting shot on top of a limo. Oh yeah, there's a bulletproof limo in this movie in case you haven't you know, been convinced yet to watch Desperado, but there's a bulletproof limo and like the buco, every now and then he just shoots it while his like men are in there, like because he knows it's not gonna kill him, but he just thinks it's hilarious. She's like, ah, I can just like shoot at him and not kill him and not feel bad. But every now and then he kills, you know, his own people. Buko, he's a wild man. He's a wild man. I'll, I'll get to that man. Anyways, so yeah, it's a lot of great action sequences, which is why I think I kept watching it as I got older. But the older I got, the more I just I appreciated it for its absurdity. I guess that's the word for this film. Uh, it really is absurd. And then there's a part three. So this is, like I said, this sequence, the part three has uh, Johnny Depp and Enrique Iglesia, if you can believe it. Yeah, they came out in like 2003. So Enrique Iglesia was like at his height right there, like almost at his peak or at his peak. Don't remember too much. But, you know, obviously it was going to be in a movie set in Mexico. And, you know, he plays um, Antonio Banderas. Uh, sidekick i guess one of his sidekick in this movie he has sidekicks um they show up and i guess that's what really seals the deal that this movie is a comedy so at the end um near the end when he's about to go meet bucho or uh, not meet him but like just go hunt him down uh he calls his friends like hey so i need your help to like take down a lot of gangs a lot of gang members looking for me in this town they're like out there i need your help so it's like yeah so they come on down and they all have guitar cases. One of them has two guitar cases and the other one has one. You're like, damn, bro, they came packed. They came strapped. What kind of guns are they going to have? They don't have guns in there, bro. The guitar cases are the weapons. The dude carrying two, there is just like um, LMG, bro. Oh, not LMG. Fucking. 
Yeah, it's like a light machine gun. Yeah, LMG. He's carrying like two LMGs in a guitar case, has a hole there. So he just like walks around and spins in circles holding these guitar cases as they fire bullets rapidly. And then Homeboy with the one guitar case, guess what he has? That's right. A fucking rocket launcher. He has a rocket launcher in that one. The thing is, you never see him load. He does. He just like with the with the handle he sort of just picks it up and as it like drops i guess it reloads and there's probably there's unlimited ammo in this film as well uh you never see any of them run out of ammunition the dude with the lmg just kept going until they got jammed and then the dude with the rocket launcher he did this pose i don't know much about shooting rocket launchers but he crouched down with one leg all the way down the other one he had it like spread almost like a half split going, you know, half his leg was a split and the other one was just crouched down. He'll aim and fire. If that's the way you got to shoot rocket launchers, makes sense. But anyways, he took up too much time trying to look pretty because he gets shot. And when he gets shot, he shoots the rocket launcher up in the air and you're like, huh, I wonder if that's going to come in play later. So he dies right there. And his friend with the LMG, he sees his friend go down and he goes, damn, he doesn't even like care. He just like whatever. It is what it is. And he walks away. And as he walks away shooting, the fucking missile comes back down. And it doesn't hit the dude with the light machine guns. No, it hits his friends, causing an explosion. So it just it just makes it funnier, you know? It makes it funny this whole scene. Like, man, it's just absurd. And it's great. And then the guy with the LMGs gets shot down because Antonio Banderas doesn't pay attention to him at some point. Like He's like, we got each other's back. Cover each other. They start covering each other. The kid gets shot that Antonio Banderas has been acting, uh, interacting with throughout the film. He runs over to him, and he starts like carrying him. And the dude with the LMG just like turns around. He's like, where'd you go? Pa, 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 gets shot down and dies. Then Salma Hayek like, pulls up in a goddamn Jeep, crushing two people up against the car and just like driving them away. That whole gunfight scene is amazing so i could only imagine what the end is but yeah action-packed man action-packed film but now joaquin de alamedia that dude as bucho i I guess him and antonio banderas must have had a meeting and said yes we're gonna be hella wacky but also serious it's gonna be great we're gonna be like brothers because they're they are brothers in the film spoiler alert but um he is insanely good in this role for some reason like he is a comic book villain just brought into the movie like they didn't change nothing about it like if he was a comic book villain um easy it was just that nothing about him felt so grounded but also didn't feel un you know it didn't feel realistic at all dude was just Bad shit crazy. Um, the way he would just yell at people and just point guns and kill them. You know, he's your basic um, shitty kingpin, local drug kingpin lord guy. You know, that guy. And he plays it well. There's nothing boring about his character or him uh, as the actor. He's just loving. You know, I would love to see a spinoff movie of like his rise with the same actor. Like, I know he's hella old now, but fuck it. Let's just do it. Um, Irishman, don't even use a CGI. Knowing Robert Rodriguez, he's probably like, you know what? That sounds like a great idea, my dude. Use an old actor. Have him still play a young guy, but no makeup, no CGI. Just have, just, just let it be, right? Yes. Yes. Let it be. But yeah, Desperado. It has some great characters. Honestly, it's Robert Rodriguez's best film, in my opinion. Um, he is 
Everyone in this is great. Salma Hayek as well. She's funny. Um, obviously, they team up a lot later on. Salma Hayek comes out in From Dust Till Dawn. Antonio Banderas in Spy Kids. Uh, we got Danny Trejo and Cheech Marin that come out in From Dust Till Dawn and Spy Kids as well, right? Yeah. But it's a great film. Uh, I really like it. Let's, see, let, let's, let's read some facts. I think I got some facts right here. Oh, fun facts. Yeah. So, due to the small budget, it's like $3 million, but apparently that's not a lot of money for a full-on action film. I guess Robert Rodriguez mainly used it for the fire effects, the gun effects, the blood, you know, all that, because they only had two stuntmen throughout the whole movie. And as I was re-watching it, I really paid attention to it. And yes, they really are two men. And Antonio Banderas said that um, he probably killed one of the same guys over and over again for one specific scene, but at one scene he had a, you know, hat. The next scene he had a hat and a mustache. The next scene he only had like a blonde uh, wig, you know. So he like killed the same men over and over. He said that they probably got paid more than anyone else. So yeah, those two stuntmen really put in work because there's a lot of bodies that fly around and just. Uh, get pulled by the strings. You can tell when they're sort of getting pulled by one of those strings to make it look like they're flying due to a simple gunshot. It's amazing. Like I said, action sequences are great. Um, there's a scene where Quentin Tarantino is going through the bathrooms um, to get collect money. And apparently Robert Rodriguez doesn't like working with a second a second unit crew. So Antonio's Banderas is like, I'll direct it. So that small thing. Antonio Banderas was behind the scene for it, so that's pretty cool for him. Uh, Steve Buscemi and Cheech Marin were in the movie for like the first... Well, Cheech was in the movie for like probably the first 15 minutes of it, then like a little bit, then he's out. Same thing with uh, Steve Buscemi, but they were only available to film for like seven or six days, so they had to do those scenes quickly. Also, apparently Robert Rodriguez, when he was writing the movie... He already had Steve Buscemi pictured as he's writing the character, uh, not thinking he was going to get Stu Steve Buscemi for the role. But when Steve Buscemi became interested in the movie, I was like, oh, wow, weird. Um, yeah, come in. I actually have a role written for you. Also, Quentin Tarantino's in this movie and he acts. Does anyone like it when he acts? Like, I know a lot of the directors like to put themselves in movies, but... I'm glad he doesn't do that too much anymore, but he's not that good of an actor, right? Like, I appreciate him wanting to be a character in a film, but nah, man, just just direct. It's okay, because whenever he comes out in the film, I'm always, like, taking out... I'm taken away by it. It's just something about Quentin Tarantino. I cannot picture that man as an actor. I just picture Quentin Tarantino. There's just nothing realistic. I don't know. It's just me. I guess it's just me. Also, Antonio Banderas did all the guitar work. In the beginning of the film, there's actually a really cool number where he does uh, playing a song called Cancion del Mariachi, and he does all the guitar work there. It's a bit funny, too, because it's uh, him and his homies just playing guitar, and they, they're trying to be heroes when some dude randomly pulls a knife out in the club, and then he, like, whacks homie with his um, the stock of his guitar, like the head, uh, where the tuning's at, you know? And he just continues on with his song without me missing a beat. I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. 
I love this movie. It is great. So, yeah, he does all his guitar work. That's pretty cool that Antonio Banderas knows how to play guitar. And, well, sexy ass man. Yeah, that's right. Antonio Banderas is a sexy motherfucker. Also, watch Dolor and Gloria. He's not sexy in that, but his acting is fucking beautiful. Also, the 67 people died in this film. Not really died in this film, but 67. That is the amount of bodies that were murdered. Um with the help of everyone in this film that tried to kill someone. So thank you guys for giving us 67 body count. And then John Liguiziamo was supposed to, well, not supposed to, but he was a secondary choice if um, Antonio Banderas turned it down. That's not a bad pick. 90s John Liguiziamo. Fam, I said it right the first time. I knew I was going to have a, tr- a trouble the second time. But my boy, John, um, I would love to see him in that. Dude, dude's a great actor as well. That man needs to be in more roles. Love that man. You guys, should, I don't know if it's on Netflix, but he had like a whole Latin history thing on there. Check it out. He's, he's pretty great. But yeah, that's um, Desperado. Check it out if you guys please. You know, it's a great action comedy. I guarantee it. If you like Sin City, you probably like this. Robert Rodriguez did Sin City. He did that. He did this. Check it out. Other than that, check out Dolor and Gloria as well. Check out that John Luiziamo, you know, um, Luiziamo. I'm, I'm just terrible at speaking. Anyways, but yeah, check those things out. Check out Salma Hayek's Frida. That, that's a pretty good movie with her in it. Um, Steve Buscemi and everything he's done because it's Steve Buscemi. But yeah, and I hope you all have a good one. Hope you have a good day. Um Tell me what you guys want me to talk about next time, you know? Let me know if there's any movie you feel like I should watch and talk about. But yeah, y'all have a good one. Y'all take care, and I'll see you soon, hopefully. And also, thanks to everyone for listening. I I think I've had this podcast for almost two months. Oh, no, shit, almost three months. But thanks to everyone subscribing and listening and, you know, keeping up. Y'all the best. Anyways, later.